All right, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, it today is March sixth. All right, so awesome. Hope everybody's doing what they're supposed to be doing. This is the this is the third month of the year. It's the last month in the first quarter. I hope you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. All right, if you're not, now is a great time to start. You still have you know a little over eighty percent of the year ahead of you. All right, so today we are very fortunate from the Yorba Linda office to have Miss Fifi Delara. Fifi, if you could hit star six now on your phone so we can hear you, that'd be great. Good morning, everyone. Hey, all right. So Fifi, start off please by telling us a little about yourself, how long you've been doing this stuff, all that good stuff, please. Wow, yeah, that's, that's a lot. <laughs> well, um, I, I'm an old-timer. I started in real estate in 1998. I've been doing this for more than 35 years. Um, you know, I love what I do. I was in the management, and um, I started it with one store. Then I was managing 15 stores all over California, supervising and training. And it got to the point that I was um, – working harder, I was making less, and every time they reviewed me, they left the spaces for me to improve so they can give me a raise, and I really got tired of that, and I said, I'm going to go decide, um, you know, how many hours I want to work, how much money I want to make, and um, so I quit, uh, went to real estate, started uh, the, to get my license and um, started working. I'm bilingual, so I had a lot of Hispanic clients, and, um, and I loved it. I really enjoy real estate. So um, all this year, I took some time off to have my kids and start my family, and about um, uh, 15 years ago, I went back full-time again, and it's been a great ride ever since. That's great. Now, the, the, the time that you were, you were in corporate America, it sounds like, what were you doing then, doing the training and all that? I was in um, retail management. I was okay. uh, training managers, assistants, stock people, just showing them the, um, you know, trade, what they have to do, what they have to do. And, and uh, the stores that I used to supervise, they all became number one. And then that's what I got really upset when I was doing everything in, in this company and all my stores are number one. Are you still not giving me the, the raise that I deserve? So that's when I right. decided, you know what, that's, that's not right. That's not right. So you decided I'm going to get paid what, I, what I'm worth. I get to decide what I'm worth. And real estate was the perfect avenue for that, wasn't it? Absolutely. And also, I, um, my, you know, I, you always think that, you know, it's my own business. I work whenever I want. But you know what? Your business, you work harder than anybody else's. I thought I do it for myself. Yeah. I, I was doing it 24-7, and there was no pay for quite a while until I got to learn <laughs> everything. So um, that just didn't work out. But I loved what I was doing. I loved learning. I loved uh you know, they're getting trained for. I worked with several of, uh, you know, companies, but the one that I fell in love with was uh, Berkshire Hathaway. I love the people. I love the training. I love, you know, the attention they give to their agents. 
as far as marketing and services. It's just amazing. It's almost like having a family. Yes, it is. Yeah, you, and you have, you have a great office there, too. We have a lot of great offices, but that's one of the great ones, too, with Larry there. And, and that's the one Maria's right in from speaking of marketing, the queen of marketing. But I want to ask you this question because I know I've known you for a while now. You've been in my coaching. And I just want to hear from you, okay, because I think a lot of people probably go through this. But when you're in retail, people come to you, right? So you have stores, you open the doors, people show up. When you jumped into real estate, you reversed that, right? You went, you did the polar opposite. Now you have to go out and find your business, right, every single day. Tell us a little about that. Um, but I'm a type of person that I love people. I mm-hmm. love talking to people, and, and I find out, like, in, in real estate, people all want to talk, tell you about their story. And you just have to mm-hmm. be a good listener. Let them talk. Let them share with you what they are. Uh, and now you understand them better, and then you can help them. I always tell my clients, I have to see the image you have in your head. When you're looking for a property, there is something that you love. So you need to talk to me. You need to communicate with me. And, and keeping this friendship, and you know, most of my business comes from referral. And because mm. I listen, they, I know their stories, and I've worked with people more maybe a buyer that couldn't qualify, didn't have the money for maybe three or four years. And by the time they got ready, we jumped in and they purchased their first home, sold it in six months, and they bought a beautiful home after that because they feel I'm the partner they can trust. So mm-hmm. I hold their hand, and it's not about, you know, what's the highest income I get from this listing or that. It's just helping people, and I get more referrals that I can handle. Right. So, yeah, so your customer service is off the charts, and I love the way you say that. I have to see the image in your head that you have. Okay, that's, that's a great way to put it because I, 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 you're right. I mean, and, and sometimes they can't really portray that, so you really have to work with them in order to get them the right property, right? Absolutely. I've had people, and I go, when, when I show you a home, don't just walk around and then in your head you're going, I hate this, I love this, I want this, I don't want that. You need to say it out loud. Fifi, I hate this kitchen. Fifi, I love these windows. Or, um, you know, the yard is big, but I could use a little smaller. You know, then I, I can find you the perfect home, but if you communicate with me. And I've been very successful uh, keeping that line of communication open. That's great. That's great. Yeah, and, you know, and we've been working together a lot with um, – you're prospecting and getting out there and getting business. And I know you do a lot, a lot of active open houses. So just give them a little idea of how you do your business today, please. Um, my open houses, it's my bread and butter. I think mm-hmm. just um, two days, the couple of hours you put in, you can find any kind of a client you want. I have huge signs that before they actually come to my listing or to the open house, they already know my name because my signs are big and they see my name. So when they come in, they introduce themselves. Hey, Fifi, hi, how are you? So they already know <laughs> who I am. And then I just want to give them, you know, I want them to feel comfortable. Yes, 
This is the mm. information. I always have enough information about the property. All the things that the seller told me that is a plus in this property, I have it in a separate sheet that I will go over it with them. I can ask them either I can, um, you know, show you the home and give you a tour, or you want to look around yourself and then let me know. And as they're going through, it's all qualifying questions. How long have you been looking? Are you living your Belinda? And just ask a couple of questions. And some people are really ready to give you everything. Some people don't want to be bothered. So I just let them be comfortable. But I've made some, you know, I can say out of 15 people that come in, buyer who doesn't have an agent, I can pick at least 10 of them that they want to work with me. Nice. Nice. And you get all their so, information at the open house. Pretty, it's pretty easy to do when you're talking to them. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes they even volunteer their information. You know, right. um, here is my information. And you know what it is, Rick? So it, was, it was easier to help buyers. And, and I came across that uh, during COVID, that buyers now, they just have um, their own, you know, they, they can go to Redfin, Zillow, Trulia, and um, just put their uh, criteria. And at 3 o'clock in the morning, they get what came on the market. So almost these buyers right. don't need agents. They want to do mm. it themselves. It's fascinating. It's interesting. It gets harder because there's not enough inventory. And they do come to me and go, do you have any pocket listings? Because we don't see anything out there. But before, you mm -hmm. were the only one that could really show them what was available in, in the, on the market. No, it's not right. like that. No, at 2 right. o'clock in the morning, they get a bing from, um, you know, Richmond that uh, this type of property you're looking for is on the market. So then they schedule it to go to the open house. So the open houses, it really is the key to find these people. They don't call mm. you to look for them. They come to see the house you're holding open. So right. I have to understand that and reverse my style of uh, finding clients. Right. So to me, yeah. open houses, it's a must-have for every agent. And, you right. know, I come across a lot of people, they go, well, I don't love open houses. I really don't like that. I, but you know what? Get out of the business. Because you <laughs> everything that if you really, you know, I wake up every morning jumping out of the bed. I'm ready to go. I, I'm so excited to start my day. And that's the type mm. of passion you need to have so the client can see it. But if right. you just yep. cannot do it and you're negative about it, you know, um, exactly the way you are, that's how other people show up in your life. Right. Yeah. Yeah, the old story about the, uh, you know, the monk on the, on the path and somebody comes by and says, I'm moving and I'm moving to this area. How are the people? And he says, well, how are the people where you come from? Well, they're kind of, you know, negative and, well, that's pretty much what they are over here. So the, the, and then he says, well, they're nice. Well, that's pretty. So what your perception of how people are is usually what you find. I agree with that 100%. So it's, it's kind of like you got to work on yourself first, okay, and be positive. Now, just so everybody on this call, because not everybody on this call is from California, you got Arizona and Nevada and people listening to this. You have to understand that we're Fifi's MLS. What do you have, like 20, 18, 20? 2,000 homes on the market for 3 million people, something crazy like that, right? Yes. Absolutely. I think it yeah. is less, like 1,400. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Right, it's just single families. I think if you add in condos, it gets up to close to 2,000. Think about that, folks. You know, like I was just on the phone with Omar, and Omar said, yeah, in Anaheim Hills, there's 48 properties on the market, single families, condos, everything, right? So, so when you are in a tight market, and look at Nevada, Arizona, I mean, uh, Las Vegas, I think this morning it's 4,500 single families, condos. Uh, Arizona has come down too. So there's a lot. Now you're figuring out who really wants to move because the people with the great interest rates are staying, because even if they downsized, you know, so you have a, the market's gotten tight. So you are, I think you're absolutely on something there. Regardless of the market you're on, you're going to find a lot of these buyers that are, that are ready to buy by having really good active open houses. Oh, absolutely. And you know what? They really don't care about yep. the interest rate because um, I do a lot of high-end uh, open houses. When they come in, yep. they're looking for what they're looking for. It's not the interest yep. rate. It's not even, oh, you know, one and a half to two and a half is fine. You know, it's not the interest rate. It's really finding that, that property they're looking for. So in right. certain areas, yes, I can understand people just coining, holding back. They don't want to move forward because of the interest rate. But in, in some uh, markets, it's going strong, especially luxury. It's taking a little bit longer to sell the listings, but um, there's a lot of people out there. Right. And there is, there's a lot of people bothered by the interest rate. Right. Absolutely. There are a lot of people out there that aren't interested. Because look at it, if you don't, especially in California, coming soon to Arizona and Nevada with the inventory, the, re, the reason it matters less in California is because of the numbers we just went through. But those numbers, you know, with the amount of people moving out of California and from all over the country into Arizona and Nevada, pretty soon, you know, in our lifetimes, that you know, we will go through that same type of thing. So even as, as an agent, as you're listening to this today, if you don't, you know, if you don't own a condo or a single family as an investment or whatever, you might want to consider getting one because it's a tremendous retirement supplement to what you're currently doing by owning a few properties as well because they're going to appreciate and they're going to appreciate pretty well. They're only making so much land. When I started in the business and I heard that saying, I was like, that doesn't make any sense. There's all kinds of land. But today, huh, it, I mean, it's getting tighter inventory-wise, especially where you are, Fifi, right? Well, oh, absolutely. You know, when I started um, in this business, homes were selling for $90,000. In, <laughs> in order to make $3, 4000000 million as a top producer, I mean, you had to work hard. And yeah. 90000 yeah. $110,000. But same homes, right now they're on the market for six fifty seven fifty eight hundred. You know, you're mm. not going back to those days that you can buy real estate cheap. You need to start investing other than investing in your and, and saving because the real estate is almost like saving your money. Yeah. I always tell them, why do you want to burn your money every month? Right. You have tax yep. write-off. You have so many benefits. You can do anything you want to the property. Why do you want to burn it? It's, it is uncomfortable, <laughs> but, you know, let me hold your hand. So I'd be yeah. successful there. Yep. Awesome. No, it's so true. It's so true. And, um, you know, and, and don't forget principal reduction, too. Every payment you make, you're reducing your principal. You're getting it right off. You're having appreciation. Even the years it's flat or goes down a little bit, you still, over the long haul, it's like the stock market. You put it in there. I mean, but the real estate's even better because the appreciation, the return on your investment comes from the down payment, right? But you're, like, when we say 6 7% appreciation, that's on the total of property value. 
So if you do that math equation, it's, it's the most incredible investment, especially your primary residence. Okay, that's yeah. by far the best one. Absolutely. All right, Fifi, so we've got a lot of people on here today and a lot of people will be listening to this later. So give me your top three things. So to be successful in this business today, what would be the top three things that you would tell them to focus on? I would tell them to focus on um, understanding real estate, understanding your market, okay. understanding loan, your escrow, taxes, appraisal, home inspections. Have a little bit of knowledge on all of that so that you, when you're in front of a client, if the question comes to you, you sound intelligent so you know what's going on. Overall, they're, they're looking up to you because most of these people come in, they have no idea what these things are, what, how do you start right. on, how do you, you know, what's going to happen you have in, in escrow. So have an overall knowledge on, on, on that. And to me, the most important is keep track of your clients' information, your friends, your family, and let them know all the time that you're in real estate because people forget. Right. And I've had right. people, well, my family members, I see them once a year, and then they go, oh, are you still in real estate? Yeah, this is my career. You go around and ask a doctor, are you a doctor? Yeah, it's a doctor. <laughs> be a doctor. And forever I'll be a realtor. It is my career. Right. So remind so, people that you're in so, real estate. All right, so understand your business. And you're talking about home inspections, appraisals, comparable sales. So be educated. Do your homework is what you're saying for number one. Absolutely, especially with this company. I mean, they provide yep. so much for us as far as training, classes, and you name it, it it's out there for us. Mm -hmm. So sounds intelligent. You know, they're coming to right. you. And you know what? Buyers are more educated, more, um, you know, knowledge-based, and, and they read more. Hey, they have Google. Whatever they want, they Google it. So you better know it too, you know. So <laughs> um, have a basic knowledge of what these things are. And, and I love okay. what manager Larry Tate always talks about have an elevator speech. You know, yep. if someone asks you what's going on in the market, you do have to have in a very short amount of time telling them exactly what's going on in the market. And that's, that has changed people's mind to starting investing again because mm -hmm. um, that is really important. And you only have a very small window of chance to make them understand what's going on in the market. So that elevator speech cool. is a must. That's, so, so that's number one. I, so I it tell you like one, number thing, one more thing. Mm -hmm. One more thing. Sure. Have fun. Have fun. <laughs> Enjoy yourself. Preview home. And, and, you know, if you don't enjoy what you're doing, you know, get out of it. Because it's, yeah. it's fun. Being with people is fun. Making relationships is fun. Yeah, you lose some. You gain some. But, you know, if you're having fun, it's all worth it. Yep. And okay, so that's, okay, number one is awesome. It sounds like number two, you were talking about start, you know, that detailed CRM, be organized with it, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Have their names, numbers, addresses, and uh, once in a while send a newsletter or a market update. Uh, nowadays, I have postcards that I do that it gives them the address they can check and see what the value of their home is in wherever they are. So that has hmm. helped a lot because the minute they check, I can see who it is checking in my past clients. So I can reach out 
and see, you know, if they need anything. So that has worked out really good for me. So CRM is critical for our business. Right. And what, what you're talking about right there is if you have stuff, if you have stuff loaded in the virtual agent center 2.0 and you set them up, when they open it, it notifies you and you can check in with them. It makes you look like you're really on top of stuff. Exactly. Exactly. And now, that, are you talking about the neighborhood? You, are you talking about neighborhood reports, uh, market reports? Which ones do you like best? Uh, neighborhood reports, market reports. Okay. I send a newsletter, and um, I subscribe to Stephen Thomas. You know, and then I'll I'll just send a, I'll send that once a month to let them know what's going on with the numbers, how many properties have come on the market, how many are sold, what's going on with interest rates. And do people do open them up? So I'll see that is getting hit. Yeah. So in addition to the calling them and staying in touch and knowing everything about them and listening, which I think, which I really love what you said earlier, you're also going to stay in touch with them digitally by, you know, sending them valuable stuff. And you know, a lot of people do open it. You know, um, I don't know. Have you? Oh, I don't absolutely. know if you checked your open rate lately, but go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. They do open it. And um, mm. and uh, and you just calling them and go, oh my god, I didn't know. You know, I was thinking about this. I was thinking of buying. I was thinking of selling. How did you know? It's like I have my ways of finding out about it. <laughs> but you know, uh, and and I want to tell you one more thing that is really really uh, helped me when I came back mm-hmm. the second time to this business. Stay focused. Have goals. And know exactly where you're going. You know, there's always going to be sellers and buyers and markets go up and down. As long as you know what your goal is, what you want to reach, and uh, you have a plan, you have a map, stay focused, have fun, you'll, you'll make it. But there's too many, too much noises around you. You know, with the interest rate, with the news, with the politics, with, and, and you, believe me, you're surrounded by negative people. Because they watch all the <laughs> news, and that's all they concentrate on. I really cannot have that. I focus to what I want to do. Market is up. Market is down. You change your strategy. You stay focused. You reach your goals. Right. Yep. Totally agree. You've got to have goals. You've got to have something to shoot for. And, uh, you know, uh, showing up every day. You also, uh, you also mentioned in there having fun and a lot of people, for some strange reason, don't combine their goals with having fun. But you really can do that, can't you? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, um, I have fun with my clients. You know, I have um, – um, whenever I just go even go over the reports or do some kind of a disclosures together, you know, we'll sit down and talk. They pull some wine out, and we'll have the greatest time. Or we have the, the agents in our office. Let's go for a night out or uh, get to know each other, build more rapport, and then to be more comfortable working together. You really need to enjoy your life. It's not all of – see, if you let it, real estate can be 24-7. And the minute you take mm. your focus, you have to start all over again. But if you're having right. fun and doing your business, you know, I, I think – that, that I'm going to be doing this for quite a while now. I'm already 65 years old, and I'm, now, I'm proud of giving my age out because I'm still active. I still love what I'm doing, and I know that 
I will do this until I die, until memory allows me. But, you know, I enjoy it. I have fun. Right. Well, let me tell you something. First up, 65 is not old, and I can testify to that because I just turned 58, (laughs) and I do not plan on being old in seven years, so I agree with you. (laughs) (laughs) And I know you have a blast doing this. Your energy and enthusiasm comes through the phone here. So when you have that energy and enthusiasm, especially if I met you at an open house, Fifi, I would have to be glued to you because I know just by talking to you for a few minutes that you're going to help me get what I want. If that's possible, you're going to help me get what I want. Oh, absolutely. You know, usually when they walk out and they're giving me all that information, I go, watch me. I'm going to find you your dream home. And they just get so excited. It's like, oh, finally, (laughs) we have somebody that is going to really help us. On their side. Yeah. Yes, yes. You found mm-hmm. Buddy in, in real estate, and that's, that's important. That's right. To me, that's exciting. Yeah, that is exciting, getting them what they want. And, I mean, that's, let's face it, we, when we take our license, when we take our exam, that's our fiduciary responsibility and all the training we get, ethics. The fiduciary responsibility, to me, isn't talked, to up, isn't talked about enough, which is, you know, putting their needs in front of your own, getting them what you know, uh, what they want. And a lot of, I don't think a lot of agents understand that concept. And, and Rick, you know, uh, it's, it's, to me, it's never all about money. I have some mm-hmm. um, commercial lots in Palmdale, and I've been getting calls from people who really don't have more than $125,000 and they want to purchase. And then um, my friend was telling me, are you going to drive all the way over there for them? I said, listen, it's helping someone to, at this age, and they're retiring, they cannot afford the big home. Here, I'll find them a mobile home, and I'll make sure they have a nice, safe place to be in. It's not about money. Money mm-hmm. is it's the side effect. But mm-hmm. is how you make people feel, and then sometimes you get amazing referrals from these people. So, right. you know, when you're having fun and you're helping and you're out there, and really doing your best with your service, I think that's, that's the ultimate for me. Right. Yep. That's the ultimate. Perfect place to end, too. Fifi, I just want to say thank you very much for taking your time out today. This was awesome. You did incredible. I'm sure everybody on here and who listens to it later will get a lot out of it. So, Fifi, thank you for taking your time out. Really appreciate it. For all you want to send referrals, that's Fifi Delara in the um, Your Belinda office. Thanks, Fifi. Really appreciate it. Thanks very much. Thank you. Bye-bye, everyone. All right. Awesome. Okay. We'll see you. Thanks, Fifi.